At LinkHumans, we've spoken to countless HR leaders from around the world, all trying to measure employer brand. The Employer Brand Index is used by GE and Unilever on a quarterly basis to uncover and measure their reputation as an employer. With a final score, they can track over time to see how things are changing. We look at what candidates, employees, and alumni say about your organization in an employment context. If you're looking to research your employer reputation, or if you're developing an EVP, this would be the perfect time to create your Employer Brand Index baseline. You'll get a full report of insights and recommendations that you can use to improve your employer brand over time. Head over to employerbrandindex.co and start measuring. Hey, Sans Vaisan is Jorgen Sandberg here with the Employer Branding Podcast, brought to you by your friends here at Link Humans, where we do employer branding driven by data. This week, we're talking to a global telecoms company with over 100,000 employees spread across 26 global markets. How do they dial up employer brand? We shall learn in today's episode. So let's start our show. Hey, Yona, how are you doing? Hi, Jorgen. I'm good. How are you? Very good. Thank you very much. Uh, please um, let our listeners know who you are, what you do, and what brings you on the podcast today. So I'm Yona. I'm the Global Employer Brand Lead at Vodafone. And thank you for inviting me to the Employer Branding Podcast. I'm really excited to be here. Yay. So Vodafone. I've been a customer of Vodafone for, gosh, it's probably going on uh, 16, 17 years. Wow, um, that's quite I'm a long very time. Happy, very, very loyal, like to keep my number. That's but, really uh, good. Please, please let uh, listeners who are not familiar with the brand know what, what Vodafone is. So Vodafone is one of the world's largest telecommunication companies. We are active in 26 different markets across the globe and have partnerships with more than 60 other telcos. Uh, Vodafone is actually, fun fact, the most valuable brand in the UK. Yeah, we are very proud and happy of our red color that you probably see everywhere if you're in a Vodafone market. Yeah, yeah, it's very iconic red. And uh, what is the uh, talent challenge at Vodafone? Actually, as a telco, we are going through a digital transformation. We actually want to move away a bit from calling ourselves a telecommunications company. We're moving from a telco to a techco. So we want to be seen uh, more as a technology company. And not just because we want to be seen like that, but because of the things that we do are around technology in general. So it's not just telecommunications. Tell us about how employer brand fits into that. How does that underpin the talent uh, strategy? So you asked me one of the challenges about talent. So going through this transformation, we want to be at the forefront of people's mind when they think about roles in technology or in digital. And mm. probably we're not exactly where we want it to be, mostly because there are more native digital companies or other technology companies that are a bit more well-known for roles similar to what we're hiring. And it's going to be a bit of an effort for us to position ourselves uh, correctly in the next few couple of years, I guess. So being a, a global company, how is employer brand, the actual function, how is it structured? And how do you, as the leader, how do you manage all the, the different units and regions and so on? The employer brand function at Vodafone is actually not 
as old as people would expect. I've been listening to some other podcasts that you've been doing with other companies and I was interested to hear that this function had been uh, live a lot longer in some other companies. So with Vodafone, the employer brand a team was only created like five, six years ago. It took us quite a lot of time and effort to to get where we are today. So the structure is we have a global function where I sit together with Jenny, who works with me, and we work closely with the employer brand Spock in each of the 26 different markets. Each market has at least one employer brand dedicated colleague. In big markets, even more. In smaller markets, they do employer brand, they do talent, they do learning, and maybe some other stuff as well. So we have a quite close-knit community, I would say. We know each other. We talk regularly every month. We have a community call where we either announce any upcoming changes or events or campaigns and we share best practice, which I think is the best part of being part of a community. So if someone has been doing a particular campaign and they saw good results uh, out of it, it can be replicated into another market or in some cases, uh, markets discover some platform or some tools or some channels and they share with the community and things like that. I think the, another good thing about being part of a global community is that we can, let's say, take advantage of the fact that we all work together. So in many cases, we do either roll out or implement things from a global perspective. So cost-wise and Maybe implementation-wise, that's a little bit more efficient than each market doing stuff like that on their own. Yeah. So I can imagine um, you will have some global guidelines for employer brands, uh, probably the, the EVP. Is, is there a global EVP? And if what is it? And can you break it down for us? Yeah. So we actually have moved away from calling it guideline, uh, mostly because we want to be a bit more collaborative with our markets. I think... Being in a global role, one of the struggles is to be perceived as you're working together with people instead of asking them to do stuff for you or demanding them mm. to complete or, or do stuff like that. So we call it the EVP playbook and it is part of our brand uh, range of playbooks. So it basically tells our EVP story and also some guidance on how you can use the communications and what are the EVP proof points and uh, what do we mean by our tagline, the future is exciting, ready. So going back in the very beginning of EVP at Vodafone, we conducted a huge research, as I'm sure every other company has done, and used basically our employees' voices to understand what was important to them and what were the things that we needed to shout out externally. And that's where the first EVP proof points came about. However, three years later, we repositioned our brand completely. So our consumer mm. brand, our enterprise brand, and decided that instead of giving different promises and basically telling different things um, to our um, candidates and to our customers and to our clients and to our employees, we would um, summarize everything under the future is exciting ready. So about two years ago, actually exactly two years ago in October, we aligned better with the commercial brand. So we give the same promise to customers, candidates, clients, employees, and everyone else. The future is exciting. Ready? Question mark. Yeah. 
yes, it's supposed to be invitational and not confrontational. Like, are you ready? So the future is exciting, ready, come in the journey with us. As part of our EVP proof points, things that are critical for our employees and something that they are proud of and we have turned them into proof points are ready to shape the future. So we want to be seen as a big technology company. Uh, we have a global scale, but we have local fast decision-making power. Going through the transformation that I was talking about earlier, we also are focusing a lot on purpose. Mm-hmm. So um, having a purpose-led company and also roles having more purpose uh, themselves. So uh, we have a giving back culture, we have a digital society, and we have inclusion for all. So we put a lot of effort on that. And we work hard on uh, on the planet, which is relatively new for us at Vodafone and maybe for, for a telco. And then ready to be myself and belong, which includes all the uh, pillars on diversity and inclusion, like women, life stages, multiculturalism, LGBT plus uh, disability, neurodiversity, and so on. And uh, ready to be at my best. So we want our employees to have the latest tool, have inspiring workspace, a world of opportunities, do challenging work, and have a performance and reward culture, continuous learning and flexible work uh, so they can be at their best. Can you tell us a little bit about how you activate as EVP or the employer brand in general? Also, perhaps like if it has any different types of activation, different regions, maybe some some of your proudest moments. So yeah, when we when we launched the brand repositioning and we we were part of that as employer brand, we had a couple of campaigns running, and I think one of the things that we made sure that was happening was that we again were talking from an employee perspective. So we were actually giving voice to our employees and we were not making stuff up or just including things that we thought looked good. So one of the things that I particularly like when we do campaigns from that time, even today, is that we don't work with scripts anymore. So we don't tell people what to say because it sounds scripted and you don't really want that in a world where authenticity is dominating and actually um, delivers results. So in all of the campaigns that we've run in the past three years, we have basically just made it possible for employees to express themselves and just tell us about their hashtag Vodafone life. And I think that's, that's one of the, the proudest things. And then I guess personally in, in the role, sometimes it's good to realize that people know about employer brand right now, because as many other employer yeah. brand practitioners or leaders or managers or directors have shared with me previously, it's a bit of a struggle to get out there and people to get to know you and people mm. to help you. So I call it as a, a win if people know that we exist and they actually think of us for, for any campaign or for any comms or for, for anything that we could be uh, driving value to. I like your Vodafone life, I'm sure. I've I'm, I'm looked at that hashtag a few times. And uh, so you've got your 26 global markets. So when campaigns are being run, are they the same campaign will cover 26 markets or will it be try one in one market and see how it goes and then perhaps two others follow suit and so on? It depends. We are not a very centralized uh, function or company for that matter. So we believe that local markets know what's best for their location. 
So we offer different types of uh, flexibility. So in global campaigns, like when we launched the brand repositioning campaigns, we actually had them in English, but we had employees from many different parts of the world that kind of built to that international feeling. In other times, we have added subtitles to English content or we have created the campaign look and feel and you know messaging and basically the brief and then that brief has been recreated by local teams so there are different ways how we work with markets but i think the important thing is to localize and keep in mind that what could work in one market cannot work in the other and there should be room for flexibility looking at uh, measuring the success of the employee brand and the impact how do you do that? What metrics do you look at for, both from a global perspective, but also for the individual markets? This is a very interesting question. I always find it quite difficult to give like an exact answer because I feel that there's so many different things that you can look at. And I also am really bothered by some parts that we just cannot measure, which is, for example, advocacy of our own employees, which is one of the, in my opinion, one of the toughest things to measure right now. But if we're talking about our campaigns or how we're doing in the employer brand space, uh, we have the main channels that we manage and the career side. So these are the main places where we check how we are doing. I know that, uh, you know, followers and views are usually important. And when you go to SLT or when you go to tell people about employer brand, you know, how many followers you have on LinkedIn or how many people have applied, how many people have, have viewed our career site are some of the questions that come to mind, which I think knowing how many followers and how many people are actually interested about you is really good. But I think that the um, most important metric is actually engagement. So that's kind of the thing that sets you apart, knowing how people are reacting to the content, to the brand and to the things that you are putting out there. So um, how people engage with our content, I think, is the best metric to measure. And uh, what would be your top tips to uh, other employer brand practitioners listening to this? And also, are there any pitfalls that they should avoid that you've learned the hard way? I think first thing would be to know your stakeholders internally. I actually moved from a brand role, so brand in marketing or in consumer business as we call it here uh, into HR and I didn't know that it was going to take me a bit of time and effort to actually promote my own function because in the brand team everyone knows who you are and you have a lot more authority or let's say decision-making power so employer brand you're still trying to get yourself out there not just to candidates but also to other stakeholders and I learned that leveraging what you have in your function can actually bring you some good collaborations so for example we have a complete responsibility for LinkedIn which is a huge channel for us because we have more than 1.3 million followers and obviously a lot of other functions would like to promote or be part of the LinkedIn channel which is great for because we get a lot of content. But 
it's one way of taking advantage of a great channel to build relationships um, because of it. Or the fact that we have a couple of tools like creating employer branding content or video tools that again we make available for other parts of the company and get something else in return maybe content or promoting our campaign in their own channels and stuff like that but if i had to focus my efforts on two things uh, one would be what i already said which is authenticity i think nowadays not just in employer brand but everywhere on social and everywhere on communications and online you can tell when people are not being authentic and that's something that i wouldn't really risk doing and then the other thing would be advocacy and the power of influencing so i still haven't cracked advocacy at vodafone and i think about it quite often and it, <laughs> some work has been going on it but i just find it i struggle to understand how I still haven't taken full advantage of 130,000 people that work at Vodafone and they could be, you know, spreading the word about Vodafone and how what it is to work here and also building on that other thing that I said, authenticity. So I would say these are the two main priorities for me in employer brand. And now a big question for you, Yona. What uh, do you think the future holds for employer brand as a function? So because I come from a brand team, I always thought that I would make a short appearance in HR, in marketing of HR, as I like to call myself, and maybe go back to consumer brand or just um, traditional marketing. But being here for three years now, I just realized that there's so much potential and so many opportunities that are there to be discovered. And considering the focus and the buzz and you know the importance that employer brand is getting every day and year by year that I've seen, I think that things are only going to get better. So I hope that the future of employer brand will be a lot less struggle for us who are in the area to get ourselves known that we exist and a lot more collaboration and hopefully also a little bit of disruption in comms and digital. I know that we don't have the biggest budget, but sometimes that you know brings out the best creative work. Yeah, I agree for sure. Okay, well, that sounds like in a good place then. So final question is, what's your call to action as a marketer? What, what would you like to encourage our listeners to do? Where can they connect with yourself? If you want to check out what we're doing on Employer Brand, because I know I stalk a lot of a lot of other companies and a lot of other people. You can check out uh, hashtag Vodafone Life or any of our Vodafone Careers channels on LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram. And today actually we just launched a podcast as well. Not competing with you, Jorgen, because it's about <laughs> it's about technology and it's called Speech Mark. So if you wanna have a look at that, that would be great. Fantastic. Well thank you so much for your time today, Jonna. Thank you. Okay, there you have it. Feel free to reach out to Yono and thank you ever so much for sharing her wisdom on the podcast. And of course, be sure to check out hashtag Vodafone Live for more inspiration there. If you'd like to subscribe to this podcast, perhaps on your Vodafone-operated cellular mobile device, go to employerbrandingpodcast.com and you get all the options right there. 
finally, if you're looking to measure your employer brand, to really uh, showcase the impact that your hard work is having on the business, look no further than the Employer Brand Index. So that's employerbrandindex.co. So that's our approach to measuring what candidates, employees, and alumni say about your company in an employment context and we can give you a score which can be measured over time as well as compared to competitors perhaps in your industry or more aspirational ones so check that out and the work that we do around there it's not magic it's science we just follow the data that is it for this week thank you so much for tuning in and i look forward to catching up next time hey I can speak Mandarin. Really? Do you speak Mandarin? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. I speak five languages and I like to cook and I have a food blog. <laughs>